Hello, grievers. This is Broken Things Welcome Here podcast. I'm your host, Leah. Thanks for joining me. Today, we are going over my latest blog post. Um, if you haven't read it, you might want to head over to written by, writtenbyleah.com um, and check it out. It's called Some Do's and Don'ts, and I am going to cover that on the podcast today. So let's get started. So what we're talking about here is just some thoughts that I have about some things to do for grievers and things to kind of avoid doing for grievers. So we're going to kind of start with the basics. Um, Definitely expressing condolences and sympathy is something that is kind of paramount important. Um, Don't be afraid to talk about death and talk about pain. Those things are generally fundamentally uncomfortable for people, but um, grievers especially appreciate being able to talk about their loss and um, for you to just validate that loss by listening. So that's definitely something that's super important. Um, Definitely you can ask them about the circumstances of the loss, even though that that might be hard, that might trigger memories, that might be hard to process through for them. you know, most grievers appreciate being able to talk about the events um, surrounding the death of their loved one. So that's definitely something that I feel like is a fine thing to do. Um, definitely check on people rather than waiting for them to reach out. Um, most people don't necessarily know what they need at during that time. And so most of the time, it's more helpful than not for people in their community of support to just simply do things for them rather than waiting around for them to tell you what they need um, since that might be more helpful. Definitely make plans to get together with people and then follow through. Um, Don't just say that you want to go out for coffee or say that you want to get together with them for dinner. Um, These sorts of things can make people feel far less isolated and um, just better in the grand scheme of things, um, especially when good friends and family actually follow through on these intentions. So that can be super helpful. Don't stop calling or asking them how they're doing. Um, I find that when I work with people who are grieving, the loneliest point that they hit is when people stop calling and stop asking them how they're doing. Um, you know, for a lot of people, they feel like that point, um, is the point where people forget about the fact that they had a loss. And I feel like the more that we can ask, the more that we can reach out and say, you know, how are you doing? Even if it's been six months, even if it's been a year, um, all that serves to do is to validate the fact that they still lost someone and that loss is still, um, still hard for them. Definitely give hugs. Um, if you feel like that's the type of relationship that you have with someone, physical touch is amazing. It helps calm the sympathetic nervous system. It increases oxytocin. Um, it brings down stress hormones. I know I've talked about this before, but hugs, hugs all the way. Hooray, hooray for hugs. Um, we're on number six. If you're keeping track, um, definitely try to stay away from Um, adverbs like be strong or um, implying that somehow that griever needs to do anything other than feel exactly the way that they're feeling in that moment. Um, A lot of times we want to say things like, oh, you know, be strong or, you know, um, 
you know, don't worry, everything's going to be okay, time heals. And those things might all be true, but they may not be helpful for a griever to hear. So, you know, I think keeping that in mind can be really helpful. Um, Try not to minimize by suggesting it, this is for the best or they're in a better place or their pain and suffering is over um, this is just non-helpful and trust me even if you think it's true um, it's probably not appreciated um, and even if you feel like it came from a good place it probably wasn't received super well grievers don't necessarily want to not feel validated and many people that I've talked to and worked with who are in grief um, would give their left arm to have their um, their person back for even a few hours um, so that type of rhetoric although it may be true um, is just not fundamentally helpful at least I don't feel like it is and just remembering that people who are in grief value your sensitivity and they value your comfort. And even though we all may have, you know, made a quote unquote grief blunder here or there, um, we can learn from that. We can do better at that. We can get better at helping people grieve um, and we can get better at understanding um, the way in which people grieve. And that tends to make grief a little less scary, which is the whole point, isn't it? It's to not feel alone, not feel so isolated, not feel like we don't know what we're doing here. Um, we're never really truly going to know what we're doing with grief, but it's definitely helpful to um, be able to grasp onto some of these um some of these ideas and be able to put them into practice. And so if you are listening to this and you are a supporter of someone who is grieving, um, thanks for holding space for that person. And if you are a griever, I am so excited that I get to hold space for you doing these short little podcasts. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and I will definitely be back with more. Thanks for joining me and I will see you guys next time.